You're listening to Curtains Up, a celebration of Auckland's amateur and professional theatre, 1950 to 1980. I'm Sue Berman, and I've come to see the Curtain Up exhibition at Tamaki Pātaka Kōrero, the Central City Library. I'm meeting with Georgia Prince, Auckland Library's curator of rare books, who's also had a hand in the curation of the Curtain Up exhibition. Tēnā koe, Georgia. Thanks for the time today. It's a pleasure. Um, I've actually had a conversation with Roger Hall and Elizabeth McRae and Jocelyn McQuaid, who have all visited the exhibition and have been delighted to see um, the history of Auckland theatre in this period presented as it is. Um, so we're going to hear a bit from them soon. But meanwhile, I wondered if you could give listeners a bit of an overview of what they would expect to see when they come to the exhibition. Well, yes. Um, so the exhibition Curtain Up um, was really, and I followed on from an idea of Roger Hall's um, when he was inaugurating um, New Zealand Theatre Month last year. And we weren't able at that time to put on an exhibition because we'd already planned our program for the year. But we were very inspired by the idea mm. of um, a New Zealand Theatre Month and recognising um, the contribution of theatres and the myriad of actors um, to cultural life in Auckland. Uh, and we are the beneficiaries of a number of very significant collections of theatre archives, um, which we have been gifted by the theatres and all the actors, directors and so on. And we also have a significant collection of um, programmes, posters, flyers that numerous people have given us over the years. And it, this seemed like the perfect way to show them um, and also to add to those posters, flyers, archives, um, the um, fantastic photographs that we also have in mm. the collection, um, some of which came with the theatre archives and some of which we've been gifted through other sources. So this really gives a visual um, snapshot, if you like, not really a, a, an in-depth history of Auckland theatre, but we've tried to range as widely as possible from our collections the variety of performances um, and the variety of types of theatre companies that have existed in Auckland yes. from the 1950s through to the 1980s. Right. Um, so we haven't come up to mod the modern day, we're being quite historical about it, but that partly reflects the nature of collecting archives where you don't necessarily receive things immediately. <laughs> so you, um, it's, it, you know, the point where um, theatre companies fold or, or something like that, we are the recipients of the collection and that was particularly true of the Mercury Theatre mm -hmm. collection which we received from the liquidators when unfortunately the theatre um, became bankrupt and closed mm. very suddenly in the middle of a production. Mm. And in the room there are, it's, it's organised sort of thematically isn't it? It is, between... by the type of, type of theatre. Um, so We've got um, professional theatre, um, which was a sort of latecomer really into Auckland in terms of it being um, indigenous theatre as opposed to visiting companies, which of course have come to Auckland over the years. So professional theatre is really in 19, late 1960s with the Mercury Theatre um, being the first of the prof completely professional theatres. But 
there are um, a number of theatres that sort of cross the boundary where it, they're semi-professional. Some of the people are paid, some of them aren't. Mm. Um, and so that, um, we've got Central Theatre, New Independent Theatre. Um, and then we also have Community Theatre, which has been such a backbone of Auckland theatrical life, where many of the company, most of the company probably, are volunteers um, and amateurs. But many actors, in a sense, cut their teeth in community theatre. Mm. And they have been a very strong um, part of Auckland's culture um, for a long time and continue to be so. Um, and then there's a section on the actual buildings, the physical um, venues. venues yeah. Um, lots of photographs. Um, perhaps the set that is almost, well, it's not most interesting, but a lot of people are interested in His Majesty's Theatre because the demolition of that theatre, which was sort of off the back of Queen Street, um, was such a major galvanising moment in... Um, building, well, trying to preserve a heritage building. It failed in this particular instance, mm. but it, 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 it was quite a galvanising moment in mm. terms of trying to of recognising the significance of, of, of physical theatres and probably going too far by pointing this out, but maybe was a contributor to the um, civic theatre being saved as opposed to demolished. Mm. You know? No, quite possibly. Mm. A lot of people do reference it, you know, they do. as a particular point in history. And Absolutely. there is a sound, um, a lovely sound clip with Elizabeth McRae talking about that event yeah. and being there and yeah. being arrested um, in the in the sound offering in the exhibition, which is yeah. Um, and then um, youth theatre is another element to the to the um, mm. exhibition because a number of the pro professional theatres had travelling youth arms, if you like, um, trying to encourage schools into theatrical um, performance and also um, training and um, touring schools. Um, so, the, so from that point of view, it has a sort of thematic organisation rather than a sort of strict chrono chronology. Um, and it's been, I think, very successful because many people come to this with their own memories and find this... Um, a highly nostalgic event, um, but for those who know nothing about it, um, it has plenty of appeal as well. Mm. Yeah, I mean, even you know, looking at the design elements Absolutely. is interesting from mm. a, a period of time, both between the posters and the the programs. Indeed, um, the, the sort of graphic design work is, right. is very um, very strong feature of the exhibition. Yeah. And there is an invitation also, I see, on the wall for people to contribute a, a memory. Indeed. Well, we, we felt quite strongly that people would be inspired um, to remember things when they saw um, a lot of the programmes and productions, remembering going to theatres, seeing the actors. Mm. And that's proved to be the case. So that's been a very successful part of the exhibition. <laughs> Elizabeth McRae has had a lifetime of acting in theatre, film and television. You can hear her reminisce about her theatre days in extracts from an oral history interview conducted in 2005, both in the exhibition and in this podcast series. When she called in to see the exhibition, I had a chance to chat with her about her impressions. So, what did you think? Oh, I think it's a marvellous exhibition. <laughs> I just said to you before, it's like opening the back of my head, really. <laughs> when you get to the, my vast age, uh, 
you know, and you don't really, well, you, you know that you've become historical, but that is sort of, um, an exhibition like that is a sort of a proof of, of, mm. one's, of one's history. So it was very, very interesting mm. and um, brought back lots and lots of memories, wonderful, wonderful photos. I mean, you, and you've got it uh, um, put together so well that there's a little story with each little, each section really. No, I thought it was great. Mm. I think you've done, it's a lovely exhibition. Mm, thank uh, you. Our ability to share that content is through the likes of yourself having offered mm. collections or having collected right. all that ephemera along the way. So yes, yes. Mm, there's no, real value a, in that, isn't there? Yes, oh, there is. And it seemed the logical, the library uh, special collection seemed to be the logical place to leave stuff. You know, you come across something like a whole pile of programs or something like that and you think, oh my goodness, what am I going to do with this? Oh, I'll take it to the library. I spoke with playwright and passionate supporter of theatre, Roger Hall, who shared some impressions and thoughts about the role of institutions for collecting. The curtain up is a great name for it. And then you come in and you've um, so many different emotions. One is you seeing faces of people you had forgotten and they always, with this sort of exhibition, realising how young they looked, as we all were at one time, it gets harder to believe, and the range of plays that have been put on. It's good to see so many New Zealand plays before Glide Time. And I say that because Glide Time is credited of, of helping New Zealand theatre take off, which is true enough. But the, bad effect of that is it's almost as if people think there are no New Zealand plays before then, but there were plenty. Right, and, and are some of them featured here? Yes, indeed. Um, you'd have to say mixed success, but generally New Zealand plays didn't go around the country and weren't performed by amateur or community groups, as we have to say, because that was the era of the British Drama League. And in fact, the greatest percentage of plays here are, I think, sourced from England or the UK, mm. with a few American ones. And that reflected our society. But things have changed a lot. So it's also, a, as well as a theatre history, it's partly a social history. And to see some of those great performers in big photos, and it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful display. Mm. Well, it's a good segue into talking about sort of collecting, really, and how we come to have all this incredible material yes. um, to draw on for this exhibition um, and the value, I guess, of... Well, we're terrible right throughout the country. The number of times people who work in archives, people come up to and say, oh, I've just come back from the tip, and then it occurred to me, oh, you might have liked that stuff, and people, yes, they might, at least always give people the option, would you like my grandmother's letters or my grandfather's letters from the World War or whatever? Yes, yes, I'm sure they would, but don't let them decide, not, not uh, you. The other thing that must be very difficult is another strange thing about theatre with theatre posters, they don't put the date on because at the time it seems... The now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's now, but it must be again a nightmare. It would be very interesting for everybody. I think there should be <clears throat> almost a law saying you must put at least the year somewhere on the poster. <laughs> yeah, I gather you would agree. And, and it's giving you an applause. Yes, that's applauding quite right. Well, the, that's I mean, it's another topic. The thing with the ephemera, isn't it, is, it, is so much about. Yes, sort of it's, it's not just New Zealand, it's everywhere. Mm, mm. The, the, the sort of intensity of you know, publicising the play that's opening in four weeks, you forget, well, 
you know, way down the track, we've got to remember the year this was performed. Well, theatre remains a, a hugely and one of the most popular pastimes in the country. That is, if you, leaving aside the professional theatre at the moment, but the, the huge pleasure that people get belonging to a theatrical society, even if they're not on stage. There's an awful lot of work to be done backstage, and these are the people who rarely get the credit. And not only just work to be done, very skillful work to be done. Jocelyn McQuaid has been another significant contributor to theatre history in Auckland. We had a wonderful time chatting about the material in the exhibition and the memories that came rushing back. So what were your first impressions at seeing? Oh, it was lovely. It was like coming into the theatre because it was just, the atmosphere was just right. And when I saw the curtains on the door, I thought, oh yes. The atmosphere was just perfect. <laughs> yes, I always feel like I want to sort of burst into some kind of song as I come through the doors. Yeah, it's don't a lovely. Tempt me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and you yourself have have made a contribution, I believe. Yes. To <laughs> I was archivist at Myrangi Players, and when I realised that there were several copies of things. I spoke to my friend here on my right, and she said, yes, yes, all right. And so I trusted them to uh, keep or ditch mm. what they didn't want. So that meant that my, the most of Myrangi's archive was safe. There is a, a copy of it at the theatre, and there's some here in the library. And now I'm archivist at Dolphin, and I've done the same thing. I've gone through Dolphin's... Um, vast archive uh, winnowing out things that I think should come here mm. trying to make sure that the theatre uh, the memories of the theatre are still there mm. well it's I mean it's incredibly important for us to be able to have to yeah. tell the story you know yes exactly yeah so you you know already have mentioned to me that you're doing costuming now you're mm. talking as if you've directed I've I mean, directed I've acted you... I've yes. prompted, I've swept the stage, I've made the coffee. <laughs> you know it all stuff. Curtain Up, the exhibition, is running until the end of November 2019 at Tamaki Pātaka the Central City Library on Level 2. Opening hours are 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, and 10 to 4 on Saturdays and Sundays. We welcome your visit and your memories to the Memory Hall.